What's going on everybody? This is Mark Smith here on freeadmissionfr.com with another edition of Raw in 5 minutes or so. I'm going to actually try to adhere to it a little better this time, so I'm sorry if this sounds rushed, but here we go. Uh, we started Raw with a Kane promo, uh, saying the exact same things he's been saying since he returned. Uh, Cena comes out, they end up fighting to the back. Uh, they fight to a pile of cardboard that Cena falls into, and when he turns around, it seems that Kane has vanished into thin air. Um... We had Sheamus coming out. They show a clip of Ginger Mahal and Wade Barrett beating down Sheamus on SmackDown. So, of course, he picks Santino as his partner to go against Wade Barrett and Ginger Mahal. Uh, Santino gets the heat put on on the whole match. Uh, Sheamus gets a hot tag, comes in, broke kick, uh, tags in Santino to hit the Cobra on Mahal, and that's that. Uh, we cut backstage to Miz and Laurinaitis, along with Atunga, doing the same promo they did about Miz being afraid of R-Truth, except John Laurinaitis says he's not a little Jimmy, he's Big Johnny. He's a fabulous man, and he continues to be the most entertaining thing on Raw, in my view, for a lot of reasons. Um, they had a graphic promoting Punk versus Swagger, and they were say the first inductee of the 2012 class of the WWE Hall of Fame would be announced tonight. And when we got back from commercial, it was announced as Edge. They showed a nice recap package of his career, which really shows the fans who may not be too familiar with him that he has a lot to his name in WWE, even if he wasn't there for too many years. So he totally deserves it. Um... Miz is talking to Mason Ryan backstage. Uh, Eve and Zach agree to go on a date, but then Kane's hiding out behind a door. Incredibly campy. And it leads to Kofi and Daniel Bryan having a match that was hyped on WWE.com. The match ended up going two minutes long, and it ended with Daniel Bryan tapping out Kofi Kingston from his double-jump twisting crossbody, which I thought was a cool spot, but um, the stuff after the match was more highlighted, where Big Show came out, Daniel Bryan backs off his win on SmackDown from the DQ, and says he'll give him a match whenever he wants, and Big Show says, well, that's good, because Teddy Long gave me a match on Friday, uh, no DQ, no countouts, and Daniel Bryan upheld the code of honor and shook hands with Big Show, so he's not completely heel yet. Um... They showed Brodus Clay's locker room backstage, and we went to commercial. When we came back, they showed clips from the 1994 Rumble when Lex Luger and Bret Hart won uh, simultaneously. And uh, after that, Justin Roberts was in the ring announcing that the next guy coming out would be from the planet of Funk, and it was Funkasaurus Brodus Clay who squashed Kurt Hawkins. He came out here with two dancers. They had a choreographed dance routine. And it just seemed perfect. It was absolutely great just to see him out of his element. And this is a gimmick that's going to fly or fail basically on his shoulders. It's up to him completely. Um, after that, Ryder's in the backstage area again, in the bathroom, brushing his teeth for his date with Kane. Oh, my God, I hope it's not with Kane. Uh, his date with Eve. And Kane was shown behind him, creeping even, even more than he was before. Uh, we had a commercial break, and we eventually had Swagger and Punk, which was a great match. Uh, a lot of cool stuff happened in this match. Swagger was in control for most of it. Uh, one of the coolest spots was when Punk hit his leg lariat. Uh, he went for the running knee in the corner, hit that, and Swagger countered out of the Bulldog into his springboard splash out of the corner. Uh, he tried for it again, but Punk countered, and we eventually got a very odd finish, which was Punk hitting the elbow, the referee counting three, but Swagger kicking out and Punk already moving on to the Anaconda Vice, but it was quite an odd finish for that match. Um, but following that, the Four Horsemen were announced as the next inductees of the Hall of Fame in 2012, which I think is great. Hopefully Flair can be there, but they really overhyped uh, Arn Anderson as being the main guy, so maybe not. Um, we had a little bit of a silly segment where Miz convinced Ricardo Rodriguez to go to the ring and call out R-Truth. Um, he did. R-Truth came out. He made him sing La Cucaracha. He asked him to do it again. 
Cardo slapped the mic out of his hand and led to Miz and R-Truth having a brawl and R-Truth getting the upper hand somehow. Uh, we go to commercial. They come back. Justin Roberts introduces Jericho as the only man to beat Austin and The Rock in the same night, which he did when he won the Undisputed Championship. Uh, he does the same thing he did last week. He just comes out, panders to the crowd, but he ends up crying and then just leaving as the, as the announcers are a little bewildered by what's going on. Um, then we cut to commercial after that. Come back to clips from the 1998 Rumble, which was probably my favorite. Uh, just all the moments in there were great, and I, they're just trying to hype the Rumble as, a, as you know, it can make a star, as they showed Austin winning, and they had Bret Hart and Lex Luger and stuff. Uh, e versus Beth Phoenix doesn't happen, as Kane's music hits before Beth Phoenix can come out, and Zach comes running out, and he saves Eve, takes her to the backstage area, puts her in a car, uh... They announced during this commercial break that comes up that Swagger would face Ryder for the world, uh, the U.S. title next week. And uh, when we come back, Ryder's still changing the tire. He's just sitting there. And then magically, we have Cena versus Dolph, which I completely forgot about. The match went about five minutes. Uh, Ziggler seemed to get a lot of control on Cena. And as Cena hit it, went for his comeback, a video showed that Kane was assaulting Zack Ryder in the parking lot. Cena was too upset about that to fight Dolph anymore. And he tried going to the back. Uh, Ziggler latched on with a sleeper, and eventually Cena discarded him. He got to the back. We saw that Zack Ryder was choke slammed off the stage down onto a pile of wood, and Cena was eventually smothered again. And that is how we ended Raw with a view of Kane being the monster again. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. I uh, apologize again for going over. This is going to end up being six minutes. But be sure to follow us on Twitter at FreeAdmissionFR. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on iTunes, and leave your feedback on the site, please. We would love to get more people checking out the site and love to see your ideas for anything we can do in the future. Uh, again, thanks for listening, and talk to you soon.